because I, I knew that I was I was seeking to be authentic, um, and I, I've I've read a lot about hip hop, um, so just when understanding um, all five pillars or elements, you know, there's b boying, there's mm -hmm. MCing, um, DJs, um, graffiti, and then late like as you get late '80s, early '90s, I think Cornell West um, kind of named it as. Um, that knowledge itself or authenticity mm -hmm. is that is what differentiates our community from, I guess, outsiders. Mm -hmm. That's fine. What up, though? Black Friday's family. Welcome back to another installment of the Black Friday's podcast. I'm sitting here with the very talented Noel of Fifth Pillar, which is an app that's going to revolutionize Detroit hip-hop. What's going on, Noel? How you doing today? I'm pretty good. Having a good morning. What about yourself? I'm doing great. I can't complain. Life is life is good. So if you could enter us into who Noel is and then also tell us more about Fifth Pillar. For sure. Um, my name is Noelle Ililonga, born in Detroit, um, raised throughout Southeast Michigan. Um, I'm working on Fifth Pillar, been working on it a little over eight months now actively. Um, and this is your top source for Detroit and Michigan hip hop. Um, my goal with this application was to, well, initially just to create a rap magazine. Honestly, like I always wanted to work for a rap magazine. Then I started noticing that, that they were kind of going out of style as things switched to digital um, and I, I would see different articles here and there like where are all the rap magazines going where are all the black magazines going um, and I noticed that a lot of them were getting sold to, to white companies essentially um, and I just kept digging deeper and trying to find a problem um, and I landed on fifth pillar eventually nice nice and do you feel like there is a gap right now in terms of how Detroit hip hop, Detroit rap, Michigan rap is covered as far as overall media. Definitely, I think that there's there's always been that gap though. Um, I think it was first mentioned maybe probably in the 90s with Outkast saying that the South has something to say. When it comes to second tier markets that there or third tier markets that there's rap music there um, and fans enjoy it, but those artists say that they have trouble getting out there. Um, so, so in addition to, you know, being interested in hip hop as a whole, um, I definitely have an interest in what can we do for those second tier markets where there is that vast amount of music, um, but artists are saying it's hard to break out. So it's like, what can we do? That's a fact. That's a fact. And Detroit is a, a large city in the grand scheme of the nation, but smaller in terms of media coverage overall. So it's definitely tough to be able to break through where you where you are. I was shocked when I learned that it was a second tier market. I, I thought, you know, be, being here uh, for so long, I'm like, no, this is the place to be. It's the best place ever. This is a, a first tier market. Everybody comes here, but mm -hmm. it's it's not it's not a major market like L.A. and New York. Um, people are coming here second, I guess. So. Yeah. That's a fact. That's a fact. But I think they are starting to take more note of our sound, our swag, and the things that we have to contribute to the rap culture, hip hop space, and so forth. So we'll put a pin in that for now. And then yeah. now it's time. Very fitting topic and subject of the show, Freestyle Fridays. where random assortment of questions, they're all about you. You shouldn't get them wrong, and I just got two rules. You answer every question, and you answer honestly. What if I rap? 
It, go ahead. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So um, the first one, I'm going to hit you with a very hard-hitting question. Who is the best rap slash hip-hop artist to come out of Detroit ever? But this is my opinion. Not yep. yep. Okay. I'm gonna give it to to, to Royce the Five Nine. Mm. Um, just yeah, just Royce. Like that. That's my favorite. Um, definitely groundbreaking. Um, the lyricism. Um, even back in the day, when you look at some some of the funnier aspects, like beef or something like that. Like he he's been there for a lot of it. Mm. Um, and he's still here today. He's reaching back to other artists. Um, he he's made himself a resource. He got Heaven Studios. Like it's Royce. That's, that's what's up. And Royce, if you're watching, man, you definitely underappreciate it when it comes to hip-hop overall and Detroit hip-hop. But Royce is for sure uh, a legend and definitely deserves flowers. So shout out to Royce. Most stuff. So a question I haven't asked in a while, but because we are Detroiters, I need to know, when you go to Coney Island, what's your order? I need two Coney's, some fries, and a pink lemonade mixed with some... Uh, fruit punch and if I'm feeling real fancy I'm gonna get a little piece of cake that, that just depends but that, that's, and then if it ain't that I'm gonna get the french toast for sure I always wonder why it's like a random all Coney Island serve like just a random uh, cake random sheet cake I ain't mad at it though right, me neither <laughs> <laughs> me neither get the job done for sure yeah like I don't know if I want cobbler out of a Coney Island so mm -hmm. like the random cake I thought they just had a cake lady that came around and sold cake or something. No, nah, they somebody making a cake. True. No, I, no, I think somebody dropped those off and then Probably. they sit there for a couple of days and you just get a slice. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, as far as music goes, what other city would you say that you like their music the most? When I ain't listening to Detroit music, I'm probably listening to some music from LA some sometimes the Bay Area but kind of LA yeah I'm gonna go ahead and give it to them I see a trend with that as far as uh, Detroiters listening to a lot of like that West Coast Bay Area uh, Southern Cal vibes it's a, it's a serious connection between the Midwest and Cali though because I think when you go back and you look at the funk era when Dr. Dre was taking those funk samples. Some of those are, you know, coming from right here in Michigan, like what, like George Clinton, if I'm not mistaken. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so that, that Michigan Cali connection was always there. So it's natural that we would go back and, you know, want to listen to it and connect with it. Right. And it's warm there and it'd be cold here sometimes. So sometimes you just want to feel different. That's a fact. That's yeah. a fact. What would you say is your favorite app that you have on your phone? You got some questions. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite app on my phone. Honestly, currently it's 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 the um I, it's the Philips app. Like I could turn lights on in different rooms <laughs> of my crib, and I got them set up. Yeah, at first I had like two or three different apps, and I was like, man, I should have bought the same brand light. But mm -hmm. now that I got the same brand, and I can do it all off one app. I like that one. I'm with that. Yeah, that's how you know you're a techie when you got stuff like that set up in the house. <laughs> yeah, just little basic things. Yeah. Yeah. And give us a, the last book that you read or a favorite book of yours that comes to mind. 
my favorite book that comes to mind just off rip i'm gonna say monster by walter dean myers i know recently he also uh that also was adapted into a film um which wasn't as good as the book um but i think um just growing up i think i've read over 20 of his books um and as as far as it relates to the african-american experience i think he's just an author who is consistent and had just a, a good amount of books and 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 that one was award-winning so yeah monster was that's what's one. up i've not heard of that so i gotta put that on my radar for sure yeah he's one of them ones okay <laughs> i like that well congrats to you for successfully passing freestyle fridays and engaging in the randomness bars <laughs> bars gave us some bars so if I could get back into more so the business side of what you do, I'm interested to know what is your journey to this point uh, in terms of starting up Fifth Pillar and going into the tech industry, the tech space, kind of like what's been your journey thus far, what led you to where you are now? Sure. I think like a lot of people, I used to want to rap. Well, really, I used to want to sing. I used to just watch a bunch of Michael Jackson stuff. <laughs> I couldn't sing or dance, so I'm like, maybe I could rap. I couldn't rap neither. I thought I could make beats. I couldn't really do that neither. Um, so I just kept going. Um, and I started studying African-American studies deeper um, and better understanding what, what it was about the music that I was so connected to. Um, and from there, I started realizing also how much I enjoyed technology um, and being able to watch things that um, friends of the family were doing were doing at the time, whether it be working at record labels or playing instruments with, with large audiences, um, just things of that nature. And I was like, well, what can I do? Um, then I realized I was always reading rap magazines and I was into them and I had like a huge box of them. And I was like, well, maybe I can go work there. Then I started looking it up and I'm like, I can't work there. So I was like, I'm gonna make one. And I didn't know how to make one. so I. I went to Grand Circus um, and I did a coding boot camp um, and I still wasn't there. So I worked in tech for a couple of years and I, I felt like I was ready and now I'm here. Mm -hmm. And as far as the, you wanted to develop essentially like a magazine in the digital space focused on the rap culture in Michigan and Detroit. So I know that in the past we had different outlets specifically for stuff like that. So <laughs> shout out to Turbulence TV. Uh, if you remember, if you're old enough to remember Turbulence, Turbulence was out there. That was actual TV channel. Then you had For Sure Magazine, which was a digital, digital and physical yeah. magazine for a period of time. But then like those outlets started to kind of go away. And I think in a way we're starting to see like a resurgence of those things in, in different formats. So we talked before we started recording about like um, you see the different podcasts that's out there now so like Kid L uh, shout out to the homies on uh, Meet the Connect 313 uh, they, they're doing a lot of stuff in the hip hop space Detroit, Michigan hip hop based space so I wanted to get your opinion on like the resurgence of kind of those things where we did have those at one point in time kind of sort of and then they went away and then now we're starting to see more of that yeah. Yeah, I know like things like For Show Magazine, um, that's still around, but uh, mm -hmm. just kind of exists differently. But if you're checking it out on YouTube or something mm -hmm. like that, like they, they still, they're still getting artists out there. Um, and 
yeah, still putting out good series of content. Um, so definitely the way that we're giving out content is different. I remember back in the day, I used to watch this show. It was on, I think, Public Access. It was a Seven Mile to Belle Isle. Um, <laughs> just watching the videos and watching the little interviews on there, I thought it was just amazing. Um, as far as seeing the resurgence, uh, I love seeing a bunch of people with their... I see a lot of different people with podcasts coming up just trying to get content out there um, and, and figuring out different ways to get content out there. Um, so, yeah, I, I like it. I mm-hmm. like it. I think even um, the person who started Seven Miles to Bell Isle on Pirelli, I, I still see him getting content out there. Mm-hmm. He actually has his own app on Pirelli TV mm-hmm. um, and, and trying to find different shows, different ways to do some similar to what you're doing, uh, connecting with black businesses and the culture. Mm-hmm. I'm just trying to figure out how it all ties together. Um, so I like to see that everyone is always still in motion. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to figure out what that next thing is. Right. Absolutely. And it's a lot of, you know, in Detroit, that hustler spirit, that hustler mentality. Definitely. So if you got the right mindset and the right passion for something, you'll be able to pivot and understand what is the next iteration of that going to be. So like you said, for Sure Magazine, where I might have fell off in terms of looking at the content, they reformat it and they have it in different ways now. So it's not dead. They just they adapt it to the time and the space that they're in. And as far as you being in this space now, wanting to develop an app where people would be able to, well, actually, maybe I should ask first, tell us more about Fifth Pillar and what it will offer to people once it's, it's out there. And I know like um, uh, a version of it is out there now yeah. uh, in uh, the Play Store, but wanted you to explain a little bit more to us about what what fifth pillar offers most stuff so yeah fifth pillar right now it is in the play store got a couple of beta users trying to get a few more in there uh, well as many more as i can really um but right now fifth pillar is your top source for detroit hip-hop um it has everyone who's making detroit content consistently all in one space using fifth pillar custom news feeds um now it, it, it keeps you up to date, but one thing I noticed when I was doing customer discovery um, at Tech Town Detroit was that people are looking for authenticity. Um, mm-hmm. So when creating an app that, that seeks to provide authenticity, I realized that comes from the people. So the question is, how do I allow people to authenticate this content? So right now you can go in there, look at what's going on, and vote on, do, do you like this, do you not like this? So just getting some of that real-time feedback from people. Um, also has community spaces so you can talk about it in there Um, whether it be in in a specific chat like oh I want to talk about the hip-hop lab you can go in the hip-hop lab chat or you can just go into the community as a whole and just talk about everything so that's it now definitely I'm looking to do tons and tons of ideas but right now Mm -hmm. as far as what I can do quickly in a few months amount of time and put right into the people's hands that's phase one Mm -hmm. And the overall goal, at least for phase one right now, is to start to build that community to have these conversations around these artists, these events, these topics that's going on as far as the rap scene here goes. Is that right? Yeah. Or or anything they want to see. Yeah. It's there to talk about whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, whatever works whatever the community wants to talk about, that that's what I want to see. Because mm-hmm. maybe I didn't get it right the first time, but I'll... I would hope that the app is a good place to go and talk about that so that I can start making those tweaks mm-hmm. um, and start getting to the core of what the people want and really just provide that authentic experience. Mm-hmm. And there's a process to developing this. So I want to know if you could let us inside of what that process looks like. So I know that you're um, going through the Tech Town 
incubator for applications or tech founders specifically. So I wanted to know if you could tell us more about that process, how you found out about it, and how it's uh, getting you where you're trying to go with Fifth Pillar. Definitely, definitely. Uh, well, the process is tears. Um, like that's definitely step one. Just a bunch of tears, blood, sweat, and tears. Um, but um, shout out to Blade. Shout out to Blade. <laughs> but outside of that, just as far as Tech Town, I think I first saw him maybe six, seven years ago when it was first getting started, and I knew I wanted to get there, but I wasn't quite sure how. Um, and then maybe last November, September-ish, I saw that they were taking applicants for customer discovery, um, and I saw that that it was for tech startups and I, I knew I had an idea that I was sitting on so I just went ahead and applied um, so step one is that customer discovery doing a hundred interviews and figuring out what people wanted um, as far as a rap app that was right in their hands um, then from there went ahead and did the MVP program um, so I got to work with the developer um, and figure out what we could make in just I believe just six weeks mm -hmm. um, like what app can we come up with um, and that's how we got fifth pillar into the app store um, now I'm on to the traction phase, um, so figuring out how I can get that good product market fit. Um, what works as far as mark, what channels of marketing are going to work for me versus what aren't. Um, and then from there, I think it starts getting deeper into the incubator as far as doing those pitches. Mm -hmm. And then for so one thing I know that you mentioned, people said they want authenticity, and I was curious as far as what's your intentions in terms of protecting that because as far as like a lot of detroit based media like it can kind of especially like in the hip-hop space it can get messy so like wondering like how you can kind of how you're intent being intentional about protecting the integrity of the app and then also that authenticity of it and you know people just not throwing all types of stuff in there that might not may or may not be true and you know really just focusing on the core of what hip-hop this culture here our hip-hop culture is about on some real i mean um working to still develop community guidelines but right mm -hmm. now just moderating it looking at what's in there um and if there's something in there that doesn't belong that can cause harm i'm gonna remove it like i, mm -hmm. I don't want anybody to be harmed for the sake of authenticity or for mm -hmm. the sake of being real that might need to be something that you call somebody about but not right. me right um yeah and yeah basically just being a moderator and, and for now and removing what what should not belong because mm -hmm. not creating a space for what shouldn't belong that, mm -hmm. that, that's authentic gotcha yeah gotcha <laughs> and as far as building the brand and doing the logo all that type of coming up with the name like where did that come from and what has that process been like for you so as far as doing the logo and all that i did it myself um yeah shout out I, to you yeah I, I, i've, I've kind of always been into computers even if it wasn't coding so I, I definitely have a good understanding of how to use adobe stuff um, definitely one of my hobbies so when it came time to make logos or do designs i was like i got that i can go do that mm -hmm. um but the name it, it actually came from from working with a customer discovery specialist at a uh, tech town shout out to homie nakeem he hooked me up with a name he was like you know um if you want to make something centered around the fifth pillar of hip-hop mm. um, just call it fifth pillar um because i, I knew that i would i was seeking to be authentic um and I, I've, I've read a lot about hip-hop um so just when understanding um all five pillars or elements you know there's b-boying there's mm. MCing, um djs um graffiti and then late like as you get 
late 80s early 90s i think cornell west um kind of named it as um that knowledge itself or authenticity mm-hmm. is that is what differentiates our community from i guess outsiders mm-hmm. that's fire and as far as the future of michigan rap hip-hop what do you see on the horizon as far as like where where we're going notoriety media where do you kind of see things headed i think when, when i'm hearing uh the, those who are rapping today talking they say we're on a bubble i think when i'm listening to to even some of the atlanta rappers i've heard i've heard them picking up on vezo's flow or I've heard, you know, I think recently Future shouted out Peasy in a song, mm-hmm. and people are hype about that. People are picking up on the flow. People are picking up on the beats. Um, people are picking up on the artists. So I think that that wave is definitely going to continue to grow, mm-hmm. um, and, and it, it's spreading throughout throughout the Midwest as a whole. Not not just Michigan. Just people are really picking up on it. So I think that sound is going to become more prominent in the industry. Mm-hmm. And I'm seeing it. I, I, I hope that it'll make Detroit more of a, a, a first first tier or major market um kind of help us break out of that second tier area Mm -hmm. and why do you feel like it hasn't always been that way because when i think about some of the like hip-hop based documentaries and stuff that i've seen people have always kind of messed with detroit in some aspect specifically just talking about rap and hip-hop because even when like trick trick was out there in the early 90s and rapping he people mess with him from all over from atlanta different places also you had blade like blade had love from jim jones and dipset back then and they mess with him heavy uh you have uh like jeezy and his affiliation with detroit ti like i know he he had affiliations with detroit a lot or uh like when he at the top of his career he was here a lot so why do you feel like it hasn't like always been that way whereas like the respect has been there from the people who know but as far as like the overall mainstream recognition hasn't quite been there i think that the difference um has been um and i would say with michigan music as a whole was kind of seeing seeing motown take a step back motown came in and was creating those tools it wasn't just a record label mm-hmm. it was also publishing the music we really had control over how we were getting ourselves out there mm-hmm. um, when it came to the motown era but when it came to hip-hop um i personally if i'm 100 correct i haven't seen us creating the tools we create the content mm-hmm. but as far as the tools that push us out we're not creating them um and, and that that's my goal with fifth pillar like th- this is the first of many hopefully um but i think as a whole within hip-hop we, we create a lot of content but we don't create the tools um like you've seen soldier boy be able to leverage youtube mm-hmm. but we didn't create youtube mm-hmm. so how can we get in and start creating some of these tools i love that i love that and that's going to be huge definitely as we get ushered into this new era because it's all different types of technology popping up the biggest thing right now is like ai or open ai and then you also have like uh, augmented reality virtual reality stuff like that i remember the meta when the metaverse was a thing and then people all of a sudden stopped talking about the metaverse um and it seems like i don't think that open ai just me put my nerd hat on i don't think open ai would take that um pathway because it's not really like a AI has been a, a thing for many decades. It's just now on a public platform and spaces where people can just play with it and use it openly. So I wanted to know, the question I wanted to ask circling that was like, some of these AI like records that I'd heard with some of them are fire by the way. Like I heard somebody did uh, Drake's voice and like made a new song and 
it was hard. But they had to it, do a cease and desist on this. Yeah, yeah, it was hard. That, all I was hearing on TikTok, I'm like, man, we need to get this out uh, for real, for real. But um, wanted to know, like, what your thoughts on that was. Do you feel like that's a dangerous space that we're heading? Do you feel like it could be leveraged in terms of being able to use AI to mimic or um, duplicate people's voices, styles, flows, content? Sure. When we talk about mimicking, um, I kind of think that that it's a little humorous um, to a certain extent. And I I definitely understand why people are hesitant and and fearful that it could be used against us. Mm. Um, But I think I remember like watching like the Jackson 5 movie and they were like, oh, they dubbing our voices in the studio. We don't they don't even need us. All they need is Michael. (laughs) And, And I think really it's about us sitting back thinking being observant and finding different use cases for ai mm. like we see how it can be harmful but there are right now it, it, it's open season so before they start regulating it figure out a good use case so it can you know propel us forward rather than continue to cause harm mm-hmm. and my biggest pet peeve was when drake heard that song why wouldn't you just go and actually make it a song like when beyonce when they did that uh remix to her song on tiktok she went and made it an actual song so you gotta you gotta work smarter not harder we know drake love a good ghostwriter so like Come what's the now. problem if we're gonna talk about it we're gonna have to talk about it i'm gonna talk about it <laughs> <laughs> so wanted to know if people want to tap in with you noel the person and also fifth pillar in the journey that you're taking be some of the first people to market when the app comes out and start to use it and consume the content how can they follow you and your journey um, so right now, check me out on social media, you know, Instagram and Twitter. That's Fifth Pillar Hip Hop. Um, and that's under serious construction. So slowly rolling out some content there. Um, and you can follow me personally um, at Illy Longa on social media. And that's I-L-L-E-Y underscore L-O-N-G-A. Nice. Well, Noel, thank you for stopping by the podcast today. Thank you. Grateful for the work that you're putting in for Fifth Pillar. I think it's definitely needed. And I'm looking forward to seeing where the journey takes you and utilizing the app when it's uh, on the Apple market, which, you know, you should have Apple store, which you should should have brought it to first. But, you know, that's neither here nor there. It, it wasn't a me thing. <laughs> um, but as far as the me part of that, I am working as hard as I can to get it there quickly so gotcha. that I can get this to everybody. So we're going we to blame the team. We're going to blame the team, not you. I am the team. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you have it. Well, thank no you, Noel. Thank and you. Appreciate y'all watching. I'll tap in with y'all next time. Hey.